Washington to be a partner. And so if Washington starts pursuing its own interests, then Moscow would welcome the kind of military buildup that would help Washington as a partner with Moscow to pursue common enemies like ISIS. So in essence, uh, they like Donald Trump partly because he's not Hillary Clinton. So what is it about Hillary Clinton that Moscow is so afraid of? I would say everything. They see Hillary Clinton as an ideologue who is wedded to the past, someone who essentially wants to refight the Cold War, and even worse, someone who is personally unpredictable. So they really believe that Hillary Clinton is, is less stable, less predictable than Donald Trump. I mean, many people would find that extraordinary. I think that people are buying into a narrative that's been concocted by supporters of Hillary Clinton who say that because she is experienced, she must be stable. And instead, what we see is that her experience demonstrates a record of instability. It demonstrates a record of backstabbing Russia uh, in Libya. It demonstrates that sometimes she breaches diplomatic protocol by storming out of a meeting with Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov. And Based on that, they would prefer the unknown quantity of Donald Trump, who at least has indicated an openness to negotiations and cooperation. Uh, in your article, um, you describe her as, for Moscow, an existential threat. She would threaten the existence of Russia's current government. And I don't think that there's any other way to interpret the words that she's had, comparing President Putin to Hitler picking out words that he used to describe neo-Nazis and then slipping in, uh, in those words to her speeches as sort of a slight at him. And when she describes him as the godfather of essentially everything that America poses, what Russia hears is an, a rationale for deposing President Putin. And it remembers the 2011 elections when she seemed to push for that. Uh, what lengths would the Kremlin go to to prevent a Clinton presidency? It's very dangerous based on absolutely no reliable evidence to claim that Russia's foreign intelligence services are already rigging the American election because it creates a situation where Russia fears that maybe after that election, those accusations are going to be repeated and used as a pretext for serious aggression. This is all a bit of a risky strategy, isn't it, for, for the Kremlin? I mean, Hillary Clinton might well win and they will have to deal with the Clinton administration. It's not a strategy. It's the opinions of an American citizen embedded at a high level in their brain trust. And so I've taken it on my initiative to, to share the fear that I have that Moscow really is disturbed about this. And I think that voters deserve to know it in the United States. And the problem is that people are assuming that because of his personality, that positions Donald Trump advocates are dangerous, when the reality is that the single greatest danger to the world is conflict between America and Russia. And Hillary Clinton has openly declared an intention to fuel that conflict. Um, I have to ask you, I mean, what is an American citizen doing uh, in Moscow, working at the heart of the foreign policy establishment? Well, previously, I was working inside the American foreign policy establishment as a missile defense researcher. And I realized based on my research that missile defense was a horrible idea and that America was really risking destabilizing the globe. And those views were not something that I was able to openly share in America. I was sort of maybe blackballed in academia. And so Russia was, was open to my views and I came here for the intellectual freedom. Some people may say, well, this is putting the Kremlin's point of view. I mean, this is effectively Kremlin propaganda and you're a useful conduit for that. I mean, what would you, what would you say? 
I would say that if I didn't disclose that I was working inside the foreign ministry, that would certainly be problematic. But people can take my views for what they are, which is that of an independent American citizen and who's talking to their highest level foreign policy experts. Clinton Ehrlich of the Moscow State Institute of International Relations, a visiting researcher there. It's a part of uh, Russia's foreign ministry. To Myanmar now, formerly known as Burma, where the clear-up continues after a powerful earthquake that struck the country just over two weeks ago. The ancient city of Bagan, with its thousands of red-brick pagodas, some of which are more than a thousand years old, is an important Buddhist site and also one of the country's most popular tourist attractions. Many of the temples there were damaged. From Bagan, here's our Myanmar correspondent, Jonah Fisher. It's early morning and the sun is rising here in Bagan with more than 2,000 red brick Buddhist pagodas and stupas to explore.